Hey, what's up, everybody? It's Ned Bellavance, Ned1313 on Twitter, and welcome to the Daily Check-In for August 4th, 2021. It's a Wednesday. It's a wonderful Wednesday. It's a wacky Wednesday. Had some adventures at the orthodontist with my middle child today, and that's always an adventure because no one really likes going to the orthodontist. I mean, maybe like weird, creepy Steve Martin from Little Shop of Horrors likes going to the dentist or orthodontist, but for the rest of us, it's not an enjoyable experience, and this was no exception, but you know, we got through it. And uh, she was able to chew gum for the first time in a while. So that was nice. It was a nice little little present for her. And I got some Dunkin' Donuts coffee for me. I'm not not advertising for them. I just, it's delicious. And I'm, I'm very happy to be drinking it. So let's check in. How are you? Did you, did you get a nice cup of coffee today? Or did you have to go see a dentist or an orthodontist? If you did, I, I feel for you as someone who's made frequent trips to the dentist in my later years. Uh, yeah. You know, it turns out all that dental hygiene stuff that they pushed on us when we were younger, that would be a good idea to, you know, listen to. (laughs) So hopefully your teeth and you are doing well. The thing that I wanted to share today is just it's kind of like a silly story, but I think it also there's a larger parable here that really will resonate with those of you who are, you know, I'm going to say software development or in sysadmin because I think it's equally applicable to to both. So let me, let me first tell you a little bit of the background and then I'll walk you through what happened and then we'll talk about what the cause was behind everything. Okay. So Let's first start with, this is going to be a story about mice, and I don't mean mice like squeak squeak, I mean a mouse that you use with your computer. My mouse of choice in general is the Logitech M510. I believe it is the pinnacle of mice that Logitech has ever made because it's durable, it is easy to use, it is, well it's not ambidextrous, unfortunately, but you know, off of two batteries it runs for easily a year. The only knock I have against it is the fact that it has a nubbin. And if you're not sure what I mean, there's a little USB stick that tucks inside of it that you have to plug into the computer so it connects. And it connects over like the 2.4 gigahertz range. It's not a Bluetooth mouse. That's my only knock on this mouse. Otherwise, I own four of them. (laughs) They are along with every laptop in the house. But you know what? Because of the nubbin, I had purchased a new Surface Four laptop, a Surface Laptop Four, and I didn't want the nubbin sticking out of the laptop when I used a mouse with it. So I went and I got a Logitech M730 for my laptop, and that was the mouse I was using there because it has Bluetooth included as well as the nubbin, and you know you could go either way with it. All right, so I've got my M510s for everything except my laptop, which I'm using the M730. Now a few weeks ago. I was rearranging my desk. I was trying to reorganize it a little bit. I ended up moving my desktop to a different location. And I was trying to clean up all the stuff that was plugged into it. I had a USB extender that, you know, it's it's a port extender. So it has, I don't know, six, seven ports on the front. And it then connects back to a USB 3 port on the desktop. So I have easy access. But I'd moved my desktop to an area where I can get to the USB ports now. And honestly, I only need one or two. So I was like, oh, I can get rid of this other thing that's cluttering up my desk. And I'll just move the stuff that's plugged into it into the desktop. Awesome. Now, among the things that are plugged in are the nubbins. Okay, and I have a nubbin for the HP keyboard that I use as well as one for the M510. Yep, this will be relevant later, trust me. So 
After I move everything around, suddenly my mouse starts acting up. And I recalled from older times when I had the nubbin in the back of a desktop or something, it was the, the desktop itself was interfering or blocking the radio signal from the nubbin. So if I moved it to the front port, it was fine. So I moved it to the front port, still having trouble with the 510, swap the batteries out, still having trouble. I think my mouse is on the fritz. Okay, no big deal. I will go and I will use my M730 for my laptop because my desktop has Bluetooth built in. I'll just pair it with that. And the M730 actually lets you pair it with up to three devices and you can switch between devices. Pretty convenient, right? So I was like, oh, no problem. I'll do that. But then the scroll wheel was being super weird on the M730. It would, when you scrolled it, the scroll wheel would just fly away with you. It wouldn't like toggle slowly or, or inch slowly. And so I was having really weird and inconsistent scrolling issues when on a website or doing some editing where I'm working with timelines, I would scroll and then it would keep scrolling beyond what I wanted. And it was just getting like, I was learning to deal with it, but I really disliked it. And I was like, okay, I'm, I'm going to go with a different mouse. And I saw a recommendation for this anchor mouse. That is a vertical mouse. So it holds your hand in more of a vertical position. And I was like, Oh, okay. So I'm going to go with this other mouse. Let's do that. And so I ordered this other mouse. Of course, the downside to this other mouse is it's a nubbin only. It doesn't use Bluetooth, but no big deal because this is my desktop. I don't care about a nubbin. So I put the nubbin in. I'm starting to use the mouse and it's doing kind of the same thing that the M510 is doing. It's starting to like, it feels like it loses signal for a second and then it picks back up. And I'm like, okay, I'm having this with two different mice. Clearly something else is going on here. Okay. Let me try adding that USB extender back in. So I added the USB extender back in, moved the nubbin for the 510, the original 510, into that, started using my mouse, and I'd also noticed some weird lag stuff on my keyboard, moved that nubbin over, suddenly everything works perfectly. Okay. So clearly, what's happening is some sort of signal shielding or something going on with the desktop is messing with the signal from the nubbins, and by moving it to an extender that's farther away from the desktop, suddenly it's fine. Okay, and then that weird scrolling issue? Well, two days later, I push this center button because I'm trying to figure out how to repair this mouse, uh, not repair, how to pair this mouse with a different Bluetooth device. I'm trying to figure that out, and I think maybe it's this center button, so I hold it down, nothing happens, I look at the manual and it's like, oh, no, you have to hold this other button down. But then I go to scroll and suddenly the scroll wheel clicks instead of just rolling freely. And then I read the rest of the manual and I realize there's a hyper scroll option. And when you press that center button, it releases the scroll wheel to kind of float freely. And then you push the button again to turn that off. So I just had hyper scroll on the entire time and there was nothing wrong with the mouse. So <laughs> what I'm saying here is I made a bunch of really bad assumptions over the course of my troubleshooting. I made the assumption that the problem was with the 510 itself, and it wasn't. It was with the desktop. I made the assumption that something was wrong with the scroll wheel on a brand new mouse, and it wasn't. I just didn't RTFM. That's right. I didn't read the manual to realize that the hyperscroll was enabled, and that's what was going on. And it wasn't until I got to the third mouse that I finally realized what was going on and had to backtrack. Now, how does this all relate to being a developer or a sysadmin? Okay. Now, I made a very small change 
I rearranged my desktop and I removed a component that I thought was extraneous. It wasn't helping me in any, in any realistic way. And that's pretty common in development or in infrastructure land. When you're rearranging your infrastructure or re-architecting your design or redoing your code, you may find extraneous bits that you think you can remove. And it might not be immediately obvious what that thing is doing. In fact, it might not even be doing something it was ever intended for. I didn't buy this extender because I was worried about radio transmissions from nubbins. I bought the extender because my desktop was tucked up under a desk and I wanted an easy way to get to USB ports. That's why I bought it. So the function, the thing that it was actually doing for me, I didn't even know about because it was an unintended benefit of having it. And it wasn't until I removed it that I realized that benefit was even there. And this is the same sort of thing that can happen when you're re-architecting your infrastructure or redoing your code is when you remove something or make a change, there's a series of unintended consequences that are almost impossible to predict from the beginning. So a lot of the times you'll see when there's an outage or there's an issue, People like to do the 2020 vision is perfect. They like to do the Monday morning quarterbacking where they go, well, how did you not see that was going to be a problem? And <laughs> you had predicted to me that I would go through all this mouse trouble because I removed a USB extender from my desktop. There is no way I would have ever seen that coming. And I think that's going to be the case for a lot of problems that you encounter in your sysadmin or developer life. Weird things are going to crop up. And what's more important is that you go through a robust troubleshooting a series of steps and that you're also willing to understand that your initial assumptions were wrong. And that can help you get to the root cause eventually. Now, I did get to the root cause eventually of all of the issues I was having with my mice. And now I'm in a much better situation. If I'd done a little more digging up front, I actually would have avoided a lot of issues later, but I didn't do that digging because I was trying to get work done. So again, there's a parallel. We rush through our troubleshooting sometimes because we need to get to the new thing, and it's easier to slap in a new component than figure out what's going with the existing one. So doing a little bit more due diligence and a little more troubleshooting with the original component could have helped me realize what was going on and avoided the whole purchasing of an additional mouse and swapping a mouse from a different system. So I, when you're going through your troubleshooting, maybe keep my mouse story in your mind that unexpected consequences are going to happen when you make changes. Do the uh, troubleshooting with the original component to figure out what's actually going on before you slap something new in and prepare yourself for the unexpected. So I don't know if that's helpful for you, but I thought it was a fun story that I would share. That's going to do it for me for today. Until next time, stay healthy, stay safe out there. Bye for now.